and Jules. This is the Nick and Jules podcast. So obviously it didn't work out getting our boss Malcolm on the show. We tried. Gave it our darndest. So we found the the most reliable person after the fact, after you and I, because you and I are here every day. We are. We've got a 100% hit rate, Jules. Excellent. Very good. None of us have had a sickie yet, so that's good. Three weeks. Are we, is this week three or four? Producer Matt, how long oh, have you been have here been for? Taking it feels attendance? like it's been months. But, um... <laughs> oh, wow. He's done with us. Is that because we've established ourselves and the show's so good already? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the answer. Well, that's what, that's what is, I said for Shulzies. Um Well, you are, as you know, you're here every other day like us. So, yep. you know, we appreciate the reliability that comes from a <laughs> yeah. producer. He's paid to do so. Okay. Oh, you're as, paid. As are we all. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you guys are getting paid. <laughs> That's not a volunteer job. Close, but not quite. Yeah. We do it for the passion. That's the one. La passion. Mm. Matt, we'd love to get your thoughts on the show as per usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, we couldn't get our own bosses. No. Your boss as well. We couldn't get his thoughts Would on the show. Would that have something to do with the fact you had a performance review yesterday? Oh, well, he had time. We, <laughs> we arranged with him to be here at nine o'clock. He wasn't. No, you interrupted his coffee time. Oh, is that exactly nine o'clock? Has to oh, be dot. the dot. He is a punctual man. Usually. He, uh, yeah, he likes, mm. uh, he likes things to be happening at a certain period and certain time. And he that's did fine. storm him afterwards. Yeah. As we were leaving half an hour later. <laughs> <laughs> is it ready to go? No, mate. What are you? Of course not. Uh, Matt, let's move on to the show. Organ donation. Mm. Jules, this was wild, by the way. What? Okay, so if you donate an organ, if you're a prisoner, you can get a lesser sentence. It's so dystopian. Yeah. It is, honestly, it feels like it's truly the, the theme of a movie that could exist. Mm. You know, these uh, prisoners are being run uh, to keep, you know, the man down. Mm. Um, these uh, big wigs at the top, they're like, oh, let's harvest organs from these people. Mm-hmm. Cut let's, you uh, open. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it, honestly, it sounds horrific. Yeah. And I, can, I, I can't imagine a way it isn't. Is that, that's, it does sound so familiar now that more that we think about it. Maybe it's not a real story I found. Maybe it's a TV show. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> on IMDb. A, a fever drink. <laughs> is that loosely what the movie Us is about? Because you have the doppelganger. It. Is that for organ donation? I don't know. I haven't seen it. There I don't remember the actual purpose of it, but it certainly scared me. There is definitely, definitely a movie where there is a clone grown for specific organ donation purposes. It might be a Bruce Willis movie. I Huh. I'll update everyone tomorrow. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll update. Thank you. We'll fill in that get, get up tomorrow. Uh, we also talk about the cost of living with cereal going through the roof, Matt. That's mm-hmm. hectic, huh? Yeah, I went shopping just the other day. There was like bags of crisps, you know, mm-hmm. like big, you know, the share bags for like seven bucks. Nah, that's outrageous. I almost stormed out, but then I grabbed some chips that were on sale. What is yeah. on average? What bo- what are you both spending on a weekly grocery shop or fortnightly? If you do, I it couldn't tell you. I am. I'm a pop in and see what I need. Yeah, I, let my, I let my heart steer me mm-hmm. and uh, my heart has expensive tastes. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's not budget conscious. I, I get what you mean. Like I'll on a, I'll, on a Sunday, I go to the supermarket, mm-hmm. get some stuff for the week. But then, you know, that's, that's Sunday brain dictating what Nick's getting. <laughs> yeah. Me. Yeah. You I know, never shop on a hungry stomach. Well, either. no. And then, but then Tuesday, Nick yep. is very different to yes, Sunday, yes. Nick. Sunday, Nick is. Oh, Sunday no- night is organized, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. In bed by a certain time, meals are all prepped and everything. But Tuesday, Nick goes, we're pretty hungry and geez, pretty hard start to the week. <laughs> I think first week from pay, because we got paid fortnightly. Oh, I'm you're like, eating caviar. I'm, I'm in control. <laughs> you have that butler that comes around and massages you while you. And then I'm looking at the bottom shelf in the supermarkets for all the home brand stuff. Oh, like I like that they have the little yellow signs for discounted stuff, because mm. that's where I'm shopping. I argued with someone yesterday over the price <laughs> of Tupperware containers. <laughs> What? Jules. At a shop? Was it a staff member or was it someone, just like someone there? <laughs> well, 
like politely was like, why does it say this online? But then when I click through the product, it's three times as much on the website. I want it for this price that you've advertised. Are you yelling at the special. poor lady stocking shelves when no. it's an online you, issue? You actually are becoming very carried. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, maybe How argue. dare you charge me $15 she's for this like, piece of Daco? She's, yeah, decor, actually. Uh, decor. Yes. I was like, why is it costing this much? She's like, I don't know how to fix this for you. I'm like, okay. So, wait, so your issue was it was <laughs> online advertised as cheaper and then in person it wasn't that cheap. No, online it said, you know, like when you click shopping. So you wanted to pay the, the higher price. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> That's why I walked out with it. You know, when you like search shopping, you're like, you want this item and it comes mm. up with a little product. Um, square, yeah. oh, like and right then it has top, the price yeah. underneath it and where you can purchase it from. Mm. So it said like five bucks or whatever. And then when I click through to the product, it said 15. Oh. Outrageous. So you had to get in your car mm. and drive to no, a no, physical I was shop? There. I was already there. You were shopping online? Online at the shop. I was That's unhinged. In the store. Like, defeats the purpose. <laughs> I was like, it's going to be advertised as price in store. This is so mundane. <laughs> I agree. No, it's mundane, but you're insane. <laughs> oh, it rhymes. Yeah. We'll make a song out of it. Yeah. Oh, truly. Karen. <laughs> um, we also have um, Chick from Married at First Sight. Oh, yeah. Claitlin. Also, Claitlin. <laughs> Claitlin, because I've combined the two. Claire and Caitlin. Claire and Caitlin. You didn't call her that, though. Today, no, so I thought good. I might have. Well, I did it earlier in the show accidentally, and then I realized that if you do that to their face, it's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was nice to uh, replay that trauma that she went through on the show. Uh, first yes. thing for <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't really think about that, morning. did we? No, because she has to live it. Yeah, and then she has to watch it. And then she has to be hit with the onslaught of media interviews. Yeah, because we can't be the first and only that have replayed that for her. Oh, no. That's her new message tone, I'm sure, no, on no, her no. phone. Yeah, yeah. It would be very upsetting to relive. Mm. like Because obviously there's a whole gamut of bad things that come with being yes. on reality TV. Their natural beauty shines more than yours. Like, just that line. <laughs> it's poetic. <laughs> what a read. Like, mm. that is too filth. She is yeah. done down. And it was like three minutes of... Essentially bullying, as you say, Nick, <laughs> that I cut down to 15 seconds. <laughs> Just him saying. To spare the trauma. The other girls are pretty and you're an uggo. Mm. What, a, mm. what a dude, hey? If you went on those shows, you'd want to say, if you wanted to end up with someone you liked, you would have to use reverse psychology. Okay. Oh, so, like, so when you're getting set up for the show. Yeah, they're like, who are you into? I'm like, oh, I'm into... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, Unavailable I'm, people. So in real life, the girls that I've traditionally dated have been... Uh, athletic short people. Uh-huh. So I want uh, an eight foot um, giant. Yep. Who works in like a bank maybe or something. Yeah. yeah, lo- yeah, has, yeah. A, has a desk job. Mm. Yep. Um, can't read, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I guess just means I want someone who's literate. <laughs> Bloody duh. <laughs> Mr. Big much, Shot baby. over here. It means you want someone who's been through a very yeah. basic level of primary school. Yeah. But then you'll be that one couple every season that they give you something you've actually ordered. Oh. And then you're like, damn it. Here's my, Am- here's my Amazonian princess. <laughs> yeah. Death by snooze. Where did they here's find a- her? <laughs> here's someone, and she plays in the WNBA, which actually would yes. be insane. I would love to date someone in the WNBA. And you could be like one of the wives and girlfriends. And oh my God. You could I be could on be some a, kind of show. I could be a boff. No, wait. Bad? Ba- Boyfriends and... Ha- bah. I could be a... a hab. Oh. I'd be a hab. I have, yeah. 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 That's fun. But <laughs> you could be so sore looking up all the time. I could, I could deal with that. You could deal with that, that yeah? Yeah. She's got like the money. She can pay for me to get a neck massage daily. True. She, You're she assuming she's successful, but that's nice. Well, uh, WNBA players are not paid as well. No, they're not. It's real shame. Um, do, how hard do you think it would be for me to meet a female sports star to become their hab? 
Oh, for you, almost impossible. <laughs> Are you on, is it Ray or Raya? That's celebrity dating app? Well, I mean. Because you could be. I could, but I mean, I couldn't be on Raya. But I mean, I, I also think of it from the perspective of how dating apps work. And I don't know how Raya works, mm. but um, it is, it, it's proximity, right? Like. How many? Not necessarily, I've heard. So oh, you can so, match from some with someone on the other side of the world, but as long as you're both of like some sort of ethnicity or not a <laughs> wealth level or something, yeah, wealth level or stardom or like a lot of athletes are apparently on it. Um, oh, I but do think you have to be like either invited by the app itself or you <sighs> need invites from people that already use it. Also, oh, it's it's re- super really exclusive. Oh, I'll send and you an you invite. Can't. It's fine. <laughs> You can't screenshot it either, so you can't be like, "Oh my god, someone says Ash on here. Barty is on it or something." Yeah, oh, that's clever. Mm. God, I'd love to get. It. I mean, I would love to do that as a phone topic. Are you on Raya? But we just would have no one on Raya. No, no it's obviously like Fight Club. You can't talk about it. I only know this from someone. My been time on, the on Raya. <laughs> 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 that's why I want someone to get on it that I know that I can ask them all about yeah. it. God, I would love to be in a relationship with a professional athlete. Mm. That'd be cool. Man, it'd be like, I mean, I don't know. I just love, I think it'd be fun to Would you see them much or they'd be so busy training? Is that part of the magic? Traveling. I think that's the allure. (laughs) I think you want, I think you want to be with someone you see on infrequently. It's Mm. nice to catch up. Like I know what you did today because it was in my face all of the time. I watched you for Mm. 90 minutes. You were (laughs) while you played the sport. Yeah. Yeah. That's not after the fact. Okay. So basketball up there for your list. What sort of athlete? Let's manifest. Well, Lauren Jackson's bunged a leg or something, so we'll see if we can get you uh, lined run, up. Can't run away. No. <laughs> <laughs> she's on the bench, so she's got time. Um, yeah, well, any sport, really. I suppose, mm. I mean, is this awful chat? I suppose I don't want, I can't, I'm trying to think of like what's an unattractive sport to play for. I think. Oh, it sounds like a real minefield. So yeah. jump, jump in. Well, no. Go on. I, was just, I don't think, I don't think there's a sport. I don't think there's an ugly sport. Okay. I think if you were a professional athlete in any field, I it's don't impressive. think I would be, mm-hmm. I don't think that it's I like wouldn't a, be The talent and the general physical prowess well, is attractive. In I think so. Way. I think that is, I think you could be a real one out of 10, but if you play professional sport, even what about, briefly. What about weightlifters? I, you know, I love going to the gym. I'd love it. Are you what kidding if they me? can like lift two of you? Is oh, that good, like emasculated? Good. That's insanity. That's I great. would love that. I yep. would love someone to be able to throw me around the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> like I want, <laughs> I want someone who can bench press me. No, I, I truly at the gym, I see some of the girls who go to my gym yeah. and I go, I would marry you in a heartbeat. <laughs> you go up to them Don't and know say what that. your personality is like. Nick. <laughs> Hello. Um, are you single? It's often no. Please get out of my face. <laughs> I'm mid-set. Please, you, please stop leaning on the bar. I'm trying to push it off my neck. <laughs> um, that's Married at First Sight. <laughs> yeah. What else have we got for Bluey. you, Matt? Oh, yeah, Bluey. Yeah. Are you a fan? I Matt? love Bluey. Yeah. I've, uh, I would uh, watch that oh. with my nephew. Um, Cute. Because uh, for a while there, we were living in the same place. My brother was building at home. so oh, Have you been to Bluey House? No, 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 no. Um, but it's Brisbane, so I mean, I, I you drive down any suburb, they're all the same. Mm. Uh, it's just a, uh, it's just a tall Queenslander, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It does Generic. seem fun though. I've heard so that they had that uh, beautiful duck cake or something you could buy there at, when they had the opening. What is that? It's a duck. What is a duck? The cake? Women's Day uh, duck cake. Duck cake. You're not. Oh, you poor duck young whippersnappers. So Women's Day had an amazing uh, birthday cookbook. Yes, that, I uh, had many cakes from yeah, it. Yeah, so there was the, the swimming pool. I had the swimming pool. The echidna or the weird echidna thing with teeth. Yes, the but, train. Yes. I yes. Uh, the train. 
Yeah. One of them was a duck. So it was shaped like a duck, had yellow icing, and two uh, crisps would be its beak. Um, one going up, one going down. Delicious. And um, I got one uh, when I was 24, I think. It looks so... like that lint ball. And why does that? Why does Bluey have that? What's I think it was on the sorry? show. Oh, I might have made that up. I probably good crossed the, Australiana. That's how good the Australiana is, is Bluey is referencing... Things from 50 years ago. 20-year-old cookbook from a magazine that no one really reads anymore. No, um, but it's iconic. Beg to differ. I've... You got, read Woman's I've Weekly? I've got the copy. Oh, no, the magazine, no. <laughs> yeah. Right, <laughs> Where else am I going to get my scone news? Mm. <laughs> scone news? Like, are they, they're coming out with updates? Scone chat. Guys. Air we, fryer scones. That would have been a huge oh, time for them. Oh, that's actually quite interesting. Mm-hmm. That would be... Would Three that work? ingredient scones. Probably. It was all the rage in 2020, I reckon. I saw so many recipes for it. Well, I think it'd be too dense to cook. Nah, I've done oh, it. It's so, good. Oh, no. delicious. Oh, no. Is that what a dumb you, Mr. Chef over here? Well, I just think, <laughs> when was the last time you cooked a cake? I haven't cooked a cake in a long time, but I'm saying the the density of the dough for a scone, is it dough or batter for a scone, by the way? They're the same thing? Mix, doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. But I would think that it would be too dense, so but mm. you wouldn't cook the inside but because you would fry the outside too heavily. Oh, you just turn the temperature down, Nick. What? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Temp longer time. Matthew, appreciate you joining us for the uh, pre-show chat, post-show chat. Post-pre. No thank you to Mel, but you're never going to hear this, so what does it matter? (laughs) Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Bye. Jules, I'm about to play something that's going to perk up a lot of ears in the car on the way to school right now. This is crack cocaine for kids, from what I understand. I'll be dancing in the back seat. I hadn't heard this until this morning, but it's the Bluey theme song. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> and it's very fun and it's very catchy. And the reason why I've been looking at Bluey lately, Jules. Mm. Well, hang on, here's the best part. Bluey! Woo! <laughs> Bluey. It's because it's getting a lot of attention online because everyone across the world loves Bluey Jewels, not yes. just Australia. Oh, it's so cute. It's so wholesome. It's so relatable. One of the best shows. But it's getting attention in America because of a recent episode. Mm. In the background of one of the scenes where Bluey's in the backyard, yeah. there is what Americans think to be is a wine bottle just hidden in the bushes, thinking, oh, Bluey's you know, getting on the sauce pretty early. A wine early. bottle? Yes. We shouldn't be showing children this. Absolutely, we should not be. And it turns out we're not because it's not a wine bottle. Oh. People, Australians, were very quick to correct the Americans and say, not a wine bottle, guys. You've obviously got a bit of a drinking problem yourself. It's oh. a cricket bat. It's a cricket oh, bat. Oh, much better. Cartoon cricket bat looks a lot like a wine bottle, apparently. Americans don't have cricket. Oh, Very unpopular. Course. They barely know what it is. How so. unfortunate for them. They can't appreciate a great game. Exactly. But they are turning a lot of heads because they don't know a lot of our slang overseas. There's okay. a lot of Australian slang in Bluey. And I was, and I thought, oh yeah, how much slang could there possibly be? But I've gone through and I've had a look at some of the episodes, had a little bit of a watch and I've got some of the, there's a lot of slang where if you weren't an Aussie, you would go, what the hell does that mean? They need an American translator. I've got a couple for you here. Mm. Uh, You might have caught Louie, you know, saying a few phrases along the lines of just banging it on, (laughs) dodgy, dunny, higgledy piggledy, (laughs) let's motor, lily pillies, grey nomads, wackadoo. What? Even rock melon. Which oh, yeah. I thought, which I had to, produce Matt. And is I that a cantaloupe? That. Yes, cantaloupe. Yeah, yeah. That, well, cantaloupe is the international version, apparently, oh. and it's rock melon here, which I, I thought was the other way around, but not important. Right. There are two, though, that really, I don't know what these You've mean. You've got nothing. I've got nothing. Well, they also apparently don't know what torch mouse is. Torch mouse? I don't know, can we get a bit of a numbers crunch from producer yeah. Matt or from you, Jules? Producer what, what does Matt. torch mouse mean? Torch mouse. Let's have a 
little quick Google. Bit of a, a, li- a live internet search. A game they play in the backyard at night that involves them pretending the torchlight is a mouse and chase it like cats. Oh, so it's just like what you do with a cat where you make him chase after the laser pointer? A spotlight? Also, what is a barky boat? Because that's also apparently part of an episode. And apparently the Americans are incredibly confused and wonder what barky boats are. Like a are. leaf that's growing out of the turf? What? And then you float oh, on, on sorry, it? Producer Matt's Matt? just jumping on the mic. A barky yeah. boat yes. is uh, like we get a piece of bark, usually, you know, that garden bark that you can get. Mm. Tan bark? Um, yeah, that sort of stuff. And they put a leaf in it mm. to make oh. it look like the uh, the sail. Poo boat racing. <laughs> Well, it's not, it's that's not what it's called. Poo, though. No, that's it's, what people. That's what it's called. Poo boat racing. Who? That's what people. Don't be. That's what people call Where did it. You grow up. People call it. Poo, it's called poo boat, poo boat racing. <laughs> did you race with anyone else, or was it just you? No, oh, just just me in the toilet. <laughs> I've heard it called that. Right now, though, thirteen ten sixty jewels. We want to know what are you hoarding? What are you hanging on to that you just don't need to be? It could be like your housemate, a whole bunch of report cards. It could be like my friend's mum. Whole bunch of calendars from the year 2004 onwards. I'm just hanging on to boxes from old technology, like an, a laptop that I had six years ago, And but the box is nice. And I don't need to. I've thrown it out now. I've chucked it in the recycle. I'm trying to move on. None of it makes sense, but you might have a collection of something, and uh, we want to know about it. Exactly right. 131060, give us a call. Like Lockie from the border has. Lockie, mate, what are you hoarding? Uh, it's what I was hoarding, but um, fortunately a couple of months ago, I think I'm done. You moved I on. Was hoarding, I, I, I was hoarding over two. Hundred books. That's a and lot went, of okay, books. That is a lot of books. You know what the worst part is, though? I yep. couldn't read them. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, sorry. Is this you saying that you don't know how to read, or is this too many like to actually catch up with it? Yeah, probably both. No, no. <laughs> uh, I've got sh- I've got shocking sight. Okay, that doesn't so, help. Okay, I can, no, I can read on a Kindle. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but I was still going down to the local bookstore, buying the latest hardcover. <laughs> And have it just sitting there gathering dust. Well, I, I oh, kind of wow. get it though, Lucky, because it is a, a book. It feels nice because I, I, I occasionally read on a tablet as well. And it, it does feel nicer to have the book, doesn't it? It feels a lot nicer. It's definitely something I grew up with. But um, I cannot bring myself to struggle with the print. Yeah. Mm. So they, were, they weren't doing anything. Fortunately, a couple of weeks ago, I took it down to the local bookstore and uh, sold them all. Oh, good. Oh, you made it, so. made some cash. What 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 does two hundred books get you, Lucky? Uh, what was it? It was about a hundred and eighty something dollars. Yeah, hopefully not store okay. credit. Okay. It's that's, obviously not doing you any good at a bookshop. Less book than shop. a dollar per book. Well, that makes a bit. That probably makes sense. Like, what you know, you're not going to make tons off of books. And if it's taking up space in your house, and you don't care much well, for the aesthetic of the colours of the books on your bookshelf. Lucky, fair enough. I'll say congrats to you for getting over the hump, by the way, and uh, you know, stopping the hoarding, mate. Very well done there. Thank you. Wrap things up for us, George from Strathfield. Say, mate, what are you hoarding? You know when you get those um, random breath tests and the police guys sort of pull you over and, you know, you do your thing. And yeah, it's not you've a got, fun oh, time. You've before. been hiding DUIs. <laughs> <laughs> hoarding, rather. All my life. Wow, no. you've just got a heap of demerit points and fines sitting waiting to be paid. You should probably pay don't those. Don't order. <laughs> but you know the plastic straw that you blow into? Yeah. And now because of COVID times, they don't keep that straw. Um, they give that to you to keep, or, or most people would throw out. But um, I've got a pretty hefty collection happening in my uh, in my kitchen at the moment. So there's about oh. about six of them just sitting there. Well, you, <laughs> what? Do, like do they display? actually do they actually give them to you, or have you been asking for them? That's so bizarre. No, <laughs> no, no they, they've started giving them to people because they can't keep it um, right. due to oh, I'm going to guess COVID. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I've got a nice sense. collection happening. Where are you displaying them in your kitchen? 
they're right next to the fruit bowls. They're probably not very hygienic. Well, are you using, you said that, well, they're straws effectively. Are you, are you using them as straws? Do they have the structural integrity to be used once again? No, they really. Can't I just sort of, no, they, they, are, they are plastic and I just sort of look at them a every fun day. Memento. And go, oh, I remember that time I you know, didn't get done. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's I am a law-abiding citizen. It's a reminder of all the times I had just enough to drink that night, <laughs> but not quite too much. All right, George, you're psycho. Um, thank you for the call, mate. We appreciate it. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Love you. Just before we hit news and weather and all that, Jules, I just got a text from Dad just now. He goes, I have, uh, just on the back of him hoarding, he goes, I have every issue of Australian Aviation Magazine, which is a magazine about just Planes. Australian aeroplanes, yep. since 1977. Dad! Let that's, go. That, that's nearly 50 years. Just, there's museums for these I sorts of I think the things. magazine might have been discontinued. So, I mean, Dad, I'm not going to text you back. You can text me and let me it know. It could be your heritage. That, <laughs> when, when Dad passes, that's yeah, what yeah. I inherit. Yeah, Just yeah. a massive surplus of recycled paper. <laughs> Nick, married at first sight, chats. I have personally been loving these. You've been a little bit in the dark, a little bit clueless. Well, because I'm not watching it, so I get to, I, I relive it through, I think, the eyes of a lot of Australia. So yes. I get it through social media, I get it through, and I get it through these interviews and these chats with these people who are subjected to what seems to be like an awful time. Well, largely. last night, last night was the photo challenge where... Each bride and each groom had to rank the others in terms of attractiveness. That's just asking for trouble, isn't it, though? It absolutely is. But what you're supposed to do is put your partner at the top of the list. They're number one for attractiveness. That's just not even an experiment. That's not even a married at first sight related thing. Just do that in general. Someone who didn't do that was groom Shannon. He didn't rank Caitlin first. This one here would impress your mates. It's like, hey, look who I picked up. I haven't seen these girls without makeup on either, and I've seen you without makeup on. Their natural beauty shines more than yours. I eat with my eyes. There's girls who I've seen that are more attractive. Jesus Christ. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, the quote there, I eat with my eyes, is... <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Producer Matt's just thrown into the chat. What a turd. We... Maybe accurate. I don't know. ...are joined by, I imagine, someone who was cringing at the telly last night, Bride Caitlin. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Jesus. What on earth was it like watching that back last night? <laughs> God, I was... I'm mortified for you. <laughs> yeah, it was a hard watch. It was hard, um... I guess putting myself back into that um, position again yes. <laughs> and having to rewatch it. Going through it once and yeah, sorry, then we should have warned you that we were going to replay it. Oh. And now with us, yeah. Welcome to the show, Caitlin. <laughs> but who says something like she's someone you show off to your mates when you're like, hang on, aren't you, aren't you trying to date me? <laughs> um, I think we all saw probably from my face how uncomfortable that comment made me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it felt very objectifying, I think. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Look, Caitlin, when you when you sign on for shows like this, you do under you sort of expect and I dare say you've probably watched the show prior to going on it yourself, right? Yes, I have. So you do expect a certain level of oh but do you sort of it's it's is it different watching it as opposed to living it and very early on in the experiment to be subjected to you know, the the audio file I have says Shannon roasts Caitlin, but it's borderline bullying. Is it different actually living it yourself? It is so different being in it yourself, absolutely. Like, I don't think it's anything that you can, like, you can't even imagine it or understand it until mm. you're there living it. It's so different. Uh, I know, um, Caitlin, your makeup artist, Shannon, PT, it seems like this perfect, beautiful couple. You got all these th- <laughs> things that you seem like a really, like, honestly, there were fireworks at the start. Was this where things started to turn and you're thinking, are you guys going to be done? 
Um, yeah, essentially. I think this was like our first moment of like, oh, okay. This isn't as like perfect maybe as we initially thought it could have been. So early on, Caitlin, did you feel like that, oh, this is like, I've won, I've hit the jackpot, this one's going to work, like this is 100% all, you know, surefire set to go off? Um, For me, I did have a couple of reservations along the honeymoon, a couple of little yeah. red flags pop up. So I was kind of aware, as I said last night, I am aware of these red flag comments. Well, Caitlin, we didn't um, actually see any of the red flags on, on telly, at least unless I was falling asleep during that part. But what are you talking about? What were the red flags on the honeymoon? I think for me, it was just there was a little bit of here and there comments just about women and his views on women. Um, just kind of like the I eat with my eyes comments, just thrown in yeah, here and there. Yeah, how bizarre <laughs> to say that, like <laughs> to think it's one thing. But I mean, uh, we sit here and Jules and I, we're fortunate because you know, we work obviously in a public facing thing. Like you would just never say that. And people know they? they have cameras on them. Like in what world is it fine? No, of course not. Yeah, good. That's what you're supposed to say. That's something, there's a producer there tapping on the shoulder being like, yeah, say all the right things. Absolutely. <laughs> Caitlin, is there hope here? Oh, you'll have to watch and see. Oh, oh, they always say that, don't a, they? You've read the media packet. The you producer's get it. watching. <laughs> going, don't you dare say a single thing. Caitlin, you're a legend. Thank you for joining us this morning. If you want to see uh, how things unfold, not just for Caitlin, but all the other couples, Married at First Sight tonight, 7.30 p.m. on 9 and 9 now. Caitlin, thank you so much for your time this morning. We appreciate you taking the call. Thanks for having me, guys. Nick, I've noticed a a bit of a trend of some A-list celebrities, some big dogs, really flocking around an Aussie product. And before the song, you said that that wasn't the Nick and Jules breakfast show. Wasn't that? Wasn't Vegemite either. Uh, Well, I don't know what else there is in Australia. (laughs) That's the two big things that people come for. They're getting around a $7, very affordable product, the Bunnings hat. The, bu- <laughs> the Bunnings hat. The big, uh, the big straw-looking hat that you yes. know you wear when you're doing your gardening. Maybe when you're chilling out at the beach, whatever it may be. Oh, yeah. But performing in Sydney, rocking an ACDC T-shirt and wearing a Bunnings hat was none other than Post Malone. Wow. Posty gets around ACDC and Bunnings. That's, oh, yes. Posty might be a middle-aged Australian dad. Maybe. He has certainly got the crowd on board. He's got Australia on board. And I, you know, I just, I think this is really smart marketing, getting people on your side. And to be honest, I looked into it and I thought, Mm. Bunnings clearly have a lot more celebrity endorsements than I thought. And it's good because they get them without paying for them, just because they're just there everywhere. Everyone needs to go to a Bunnings. Mm. Inadvertently, you will go to Bunnings. I I reckon the average adult will go to Bunnings once a month accidentally. That's right. That might be high statistically, but I think that's also bought out by this. Like my dad would go several times a week. Even just for the sausage sizzle, surely. But I couldn't believe it. I was combing through, uh, watching a bit of telly, watching a bit of maths, and I found a new ad from Bunnings with all these star power celebrity endorsements. Take a listen. Looking for a way to jump from movie trailer to trailer and keep dry from the rain? Kate Blanchett loves her Bunnings umbrella, a low $12. If you're on the hunt for tools, Chris Hemsworth was spotted between takes of Thor, Love and Thunder. The hammers start as low as $5.75. And need a spot to drop off your three kids and man-child Sasha Baron Cohen while you hunt for Renault supplies? The playground's free. Grab a snag on the way out. Wow. That's some, some good deal. I understand if, for a hammer for $5.75, I've seen the Marvel movies where Chris plays uh, Thor. 
to get that Mjolnir, that like Norse god hammer for oh five seventy five. Competitive. Great deal. And do you get the biceps probably aren't that much more expensive nah, either. Surely not. Comes with it. Hello, welcome to another beautiful morning across Victoria. Less beautiful if you've got a mortgage right now. Mm. You've got loans and stuff. Another interest rate hike. The cash rate went up yesterday by another like two point two five percent or something. It's not great. No, it's just getting worse and worse, isn't it? Cost of living through the roof right now. If you are paying loans back or whatever, it's a bad time. Uh, rent's going through the roof because people who are, you know, got in, like uh, investment properties. Yes. They're having to pay a little bit more. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was thinking when I saw this news yesterday, I was like, oh, that sucks. Thank goodness I'm not a homeowner. And then about 10 minutes later, I got a text from my landlord being right. like, hey, because um, of the rising rates, uh, we're going to have to up your rent. I'm like, damn it, me as well. That is annoying. No. But Jules, I want to talk to you right now about an area that I don't think, I don't think a lot of people are thinking about how it's hitting them. Obviously, when you go do your grocery shopping, everything's been lo- like slowly going up. Cost of living we're talking mm-hmm. about right now. But doing my grocery shopping, uh, I have seen something that I didn't realize it was this expensive. Now, I'll, granted, for breakfast, I don't generally have cereal all that often. I do enjoy sure. cereal. I like granola and that. But I'm thinking about like, you know, you know the fun cereals that you had when you were little? Oh, the Fruit ones you're loops. allowed on school holidays. That was my thing. Yeah, yeah you were yeah. allowed one box. You could have it on school holidays. That's Milo it. cereal. Oh, yeah. Your Fruit Loops. Mm. Right now, Jules, for a 650 gram box of Cocoa Pops, you will probably have to remortgage your house because currently a box of Cocoa Pops is sitting at nine dollars and fifty cents. No, they're not. Did you know? They, I mean, I don't want to like. What? I know this isn't maybe the most hard-hitting journalism. Maybe I'm not using my Bachelor of Journalism terribly well right now. That's outrageous. That is the OG. That is the creme de la creme when it comes to kids' school holiday cereals and fun cereals on weekends. It's just like a chocolate milkshake, only crunchy. Oh, my God. It's like you work for them. But uh, if you you had to go to Coles, the good news is you can get them on sale. Instead of one for nine dollars fifty, you can get two for seventeen dollars and ten cents. Imagine paying. Wow, what a bargain! And that's a saving of a dollar and ninety cents. This is insane. People, right. if you, um, and we're not like a money podcast, don't, you know, everyone go to your own financial advisors, however you want mm-hmm. for your money advice. Don't listen to us for sure. I don't know what the shelf life of Cocoa Pops is. If I was, uh, you know, if I had some spare money lying around, similar in the way that people invested in crypto in the hopes it would skyrocket even further. I think we, I would like to see a secondary market blow up for Cocoa Pops. Go and blow, put your life savings on Cocoa Pops right now. Mm. Put it all on black, put it on brown. <laughs> and see see what happens because you know if it goes up you could be sitting you could be sitting pretty once oh everything goodness, starts to you could out. be rich people refer to like oil petrol i think as yes. brown gold liquid gold oh true now, this is this is the new brown gold oh of course it you're, literally is going to be hitting it rich it's just like a chocolate milkshake only thousands of dollars nick there is a new bill proposed over in the us our friends overseas mm. bit controversial they are suggesting- uh, America and controversy? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Never. Hang on. They are suggesting that incarcerated people sure. can donate organs or bone marrow in exchange for shorter time behind bars. Oh, I, lo- I love that. Really? I love it. Yeah, you definitely. Why do you love it so much? <laughs> oh, just in case, you know, I ever Flying do commit the flag a crime. For prisoners? Well, yeah, but no, I think it's, I do think a lot of crime is selfish. Mm. 
And so therefore, if you can, you know, give back a little bit, you can then, I think, I think it's teaching the right thing about helping people, mm. not helping yourself. And it is helping yourself in the process, but it, it is, it's a nice thing. I do love that sentiment, helping others. Well, it's spawned out of, um, and over in Massachusetts is where that is proposed. Um, it's spawned based on the fact that there's 4,000 people currently on a waiting list wow. trying to get an, an organ and a lack of organ donors. They are suggesting a reduced sentence from as low as 60 days to 12 months slashed off your currently serving sentence. And I find it, I don't know where I sit on this because I I've know someone personally who's received a lung transplant. Yeah, from a criminal. No, no, not from a criminal. <laughs> but she wouldn't be here without it. It's, a, it's so important. And I think if you can get organs anyway, not anyway, obviously there's some bad ways to get them. Black market totally. is one of the places you shouldn't be. But, but there was also this, this um, interesting chat for her. Like she wanted to know the story behind why she received it. And she actually got letters from the family of, of the daughter that died in order to donate okay. that organ for lovely. her. Sure. So she found a really nice piece in receiving this organ to be able to continue life. But I don't know where I sit with, with criminals that have been charged and been behind bars. But one of the reps pushing this bill is actually yeah. had a personal story himself. Like with me, like he had a friend in a situation. Commit a crime. Yeah. And whether or not, well, no, the, the friend who was in the life or death situation wanted to receive a transplant. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a really interesting concept because, you know, you could be needing a, a, a lung transplant or a heart transplant mm. and they could say, hey, we've got one for you from the prison. But would, you know. Would I want to know it's well, from a prisoner? Well, I think you would, but I think it would, depends on the crime. Totally. Because I would very easily take the lung of a. Shoplifter. Um, well, yeah, because they Multiple. can. Multiple. Obviously, they've got yes. good cardiovascular capabilities. Yeah, they've been yeah, able yeah. to outrun security. Exactly. Not that much. Um, you know, the heart of a, a, a bank heister. Yes. Because obviously they can, you know, take the high pressure things, but you know. There's some pretty bad crimes out there. There's some that you don't want, absolutely. And well, you probably don't want also, you know, if you've done one of the bad crimes, well, the, I mean, all crimes bad, but if you've done one of the really bad crimes, you don't want to be getting like the, you know, the the dong or the kidney. Or, I'm, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure they're not giving the dongs out, but... I hope not. I, Let's wait and see. I don't know if this is going to become law, geez. but... Okay, Nick, if you're on the campaign for this, I'm on the campaign for the dog. everything but dong. Bit of a homemaking tip for everybody right now, Jules. Okay. Never own things that are white. Yes. In general. T-shirts is a great one. I don't trust myself with white things. Stains. I love a white t-shirt. I think it looks great, but I also Stray. am aware that I love sauce on things. <laughs> they <laughs> yes. don't stay white for long. They then become this really weird leopard print. Oh, I have a white shirt currently sitting in my laundry trough trying to get a stain out of it. Never coming out. Yep. I don't own white sheets either, as I learned the hard way yesterday afternoon. I have been moving out. I've been speaking about that on the show nonstop mm, for the last couple of weeks, Jules. Yes. And I got to the stage where I'm like, all right, I think this is the last night in the house. I'm going to strip the bed and clean the sheets so I can fully move out. Good for you. And I have white sheets. Yep. Or rather, I had white sheets. Oh. <laughs> and as I took, as I sort of pulled the top layer off, pulled the blanket off, pulled the top sheet off, take the pillows off the bed. Yep. And I look at my white sheet and... This is like the bottom layer, right? Yeah, the fitted sheet. Yeah, yeah, the fitted one. And I look at, I look at the bed and I tend to sleep on one side. I can't sleep on one side of the bed because of this, the bed frame is not particularly good. So if I go to one side of the bed, it collapses. That's the story <laughs> for another no day. Return. Yeah, yeah, no. It's a bit of a very precariously built bed frame. So I sleep on one side of the bed. The side of the bed that I sleep on right now, it looks as though 
the swamp monster might have been murdered on the bed. And is there's what? this there's a weird like brown gray silhouette of Ooh, my body of your being of my of, yeah of myself on the half of the bed that I sleep on. So you just know exactly where your silhouette is, your body goes well, exactly, every night because it's been a hot summer. Wow, undeniably it's been a hot summer, Jules. <laughs> And we don't run the aircon at night. Are you washing your sheets normally? Jules, what do you think? Do you think that we <laughs> would be having this sorry. history if I was washing my sheets? The answer is no, Jules. What? So I've had to, I've stripped it down, and now I'm currently trying to outstain my, the evidence of my life. And it's and it's it's so clear, it's so distinct where my body sits in this thing. <laughs> I didn't realize I sweated that much, but it's a perfectly white sheet on one side. And then a brown outline, like I've been lying on the floor, been murdered, and then someone's done the chalk outline. Uh, but instead of using chalk, they've just used sewer water. Is it possible that you could flip around the sides and you could start sleeping on the other side? Well, then it's and weird. even it out. Well, no, you would think so. But then it, now all of a sudden I've got a weird, a, even weirder silhouette to explain on the other side of the bed because it's like, <laughs> all right, so your side of the bed's kind of clean. But then if someone, if I have someone staying over the who's night... Who's this other person? Who's this other person? And why do they sleep with their feet near your head? <laughs> have they been here long enough that they've created a stain? Yeah. Who's, whose side of the bed am I staying? I'm like, no, it's fine. It's not. I, I'm actually just a disgusting human being. It actually might be easy to say that I have a weird arrangement rather than just saying I'm that disgusting. 100% do that. Bleach your sheets. Don't own white sheets to begin with. Pro tip. That was the Nick and Jules podcast.